y'all. I'm Brendan. I'm Travis. And I'm Nathan. And we're just a couple of bros making a podcast. Welcome back to the broadcast and our series on special entertainment, namely music, movies, and books. This will be similar to the last episode we did when we talked about favorite Halloween movies. In this episode, we asked the family what one of their favorite Christmas songs was, and we got answers from everyone. We'll have a few interviews from various family members again, and we'll also share the responses from everyone we did an interview. I think we'll actually start out with you, Travis. I know you had a hard time narrowing it down, so we've let you pick a couple. Oh, yeah. Thank you for uh, being inclusive and uh, showing me special treatment. (laughs) So when it comes to Christmas songs, I just really love Christmas songs. And usually I fall in love with the weird ones that no one else has ever heard of or really aren't really Christmas songs. Um, So just I'll I'll give a brief uh, run through of a few of the songs. As far as secular Christmas songs go, I really enjoy uh, the Cowboys Christmas Ball, Don't Shoot Me Santa, and uh, Joel the Lump of Coal by The Killers. And uh, so all three of those songs by The Killers. And then also there's a Peace on Earth and the Little Drummer Boy mashup, uh, Redone by Jack Black and Jason Segel. It's amazing, very rock, and just gets the blood pumping. And then there's Because It's Christmas by Sidewalk Prophets. Each of those songs, they capture like a different moment in the holiday season. And I just love it. As far as the Cowboys Christmas Ball, it's just kind of like all about getting together and dancing and, I don't know, just being together for those ho- holiday times. The Don't Shoot Me Santa is just a funny version of being on the naughty or nice list. And the Joel the Lump of Coal, like I I don't know if I, I don't want to be sacrilegious, but I dare say that it goes into a little bit of the religious Christmas songs. Oh, for sure, Brandon Flowers or oh yeah, Brandon Flowers, yeah, yeah, he's, he's LDS a singer, too, yeah, he's yeah. LDS. Uh, and I'm not saying like comparing Christ to a lump of coal, but uh, <laughs> well, like, some of the world did, you know, they crucified him, like <laughs> true, they did, <laughs> like, uh, but just like it's the choice that Joel makes in the song. He's just happy living his life in the North Pole. His his whole ambition is to keep Santa and the elves warm. And then Santa's like, no, I got a special job for you. Come with me. And, Santa, and he's like, what? I'm going to be a kid's special toy? And all the elves laugh at him like, no, you don't get how this works. You're not going to be a toy. You're punishment. Like, you're going to go to a naughty kid. You're cold, dude. What kid would want you? Yeah. It's like, you're going to go to a naughty kid. He's like, don't send me Santa. Don't send me to this to this naughty kid, and then Christmas morning comes, and this naughty kid opens his present, and he sees this rock. And he's like, oh, you know, I wanted some presents. And it's true that I've been a naughty kid, but Santa chose to give you to me. And Joel sees that the kid hurts inside, and that's why he's a naughty kid. He's acting out on other people. And so he's like, you know what? Take me in your hands and squeeze with all your might. Turn your pain and anger into something that shines bright. And he turns into a diamond. And it, it essentially, he gives his life away to become a diamond. Something better than he was to bring joy to someone else. I listened to this last night, and I didn't, like, pick that setup. You know, like, the similitude with, like, Christ and Joel the Lump of Coal. But now, definitely, like, you explain, I'm like, oh, duh. Like, why didn't I not see that last night when I was listening to it? But also listening to it last night and not knowing that, I was like, why did Travis put this on, like, the, like, the worldly song list like this is an amazing song like about just the christmas spirit and like it's so cool it kind of paints it santa as a bad guy yeah <laughs> but like besides that like it's 
a really <laughs> like good deep Christmas song. I was like, this could almost go to the other list, like your, yeah, your spiritual exactly. List. And you're right; it's very selfless. It's mm-hmm. it's all about giving to others and being very selfless. It's really cool that way. As for spiritual Christmas songs, oh, How Many Kings by Down Here. I discovered that one about four or five years ago. I've listened to it so many times, even not even during Christmas. I love it so much. Um, Joseph, Better You Than Me, also by The Killers. And one more that Brendan mentioned later on in this agenda. So I'm going to pass on that one. We'll probably talk in depth on that one later. But the Joseph, Better You Than Me, it's like one of like the rare Christmas songs that talks about Joseph's perspective of Christ and Mary. So I really appreciate it. Plus it's got Elton John in it, uh, <laughs> singing with Brandon Flowers. It's great. And just saying like, no one else could have been Christ's earthly stepdad. Like it, it had to, Joseph was the guy. And then How Many Kings just talks about how many of us could do what our Heavenly Father did and what Christ did. Like how many kings stepped down from their thrones? How many kings... Now I'm trying to remember the lyrics. I can't remember them. Yeah, I listened to this one last <laughs> night too, and I'm like, because I listened to a lot of Christmas songs last night trying wow. to get ready for this episode, and I was like, that was a lot of. I'm trying to remember that specific one, and I can't. But and I, I just, remember it was really good, like the song in, in yeah. general. How many fathers gave up their sons for me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I actually just listened to it on the way to meet with you guys tonight, and I, but I listened to the whole playlist that you put together, so it's kind of hard to pick them all apart unless I know them, know them already. And I just. I'll be honest with you. I, I think the Killers do a really good job with like with their lyrics and like the stories of their songs. But for some reason, for me, like the Killers just don't have a Christmas sound, <laughs> and I, I have the hardest time. Like, yeah, this is gonna be on my Christmas listen to list every year. You know what I mean? Like, not even the Cowboy Christmas ball. Yeah, it's just that so. One. It's just so random. It's weird to me. Like, don't shoot me, Santa. It's like this is just <laughs> messed up. <laughs> but, uh, but they actually have. Like some other really great ones, like Boots. I think I mentioned it later, but we're good. Yeah, well. But even like the Joseph Better Than You Than Me, like really. Oh, yeah. Like hits the spot. And it's on the same album as the Cowboys Christmas Ball and Don't Shoot Me Santa. Because last night, when I was, uh, like Brendan mentioned before, I made a Spotify list of all the songs mentioned on this list that I could find on Spotify. There's a few missing. But I remember, like, because Travis has like six off the gate, out the gate, and I was like putting them all in, and I listened to it right after I made the list, and I was like, what the freak, Travis? <laughs> like, when I talked about the Cowboys Christmas ball, like, I'm not a fan. But, like, as soon as Don't Shoot Me Santa Claus come in, I was like, yeah, I'm warming up to it. Like, I get, I love the beat to it. And then Joel the Lump of Coal came on. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like, <laughs> like Sign me up. Yeah, I was like, I could do I this. I guess it hooks you pretty good. It's just, like I said, it's just got, like, a weird, it doesn't have, like, your average Christmassy feel. Well, yeah, there's not like bells and stuff in the background. Yeah, choirs. Well, actually, or even the singer Snow. Yeah, he but... sings about being in the desert, right? So, so. Oh yeah, it's because well, which some people have Christmas in like Las Vegas, right? Yeah. So. And you think about it, like how many, how much of the world does have snow during Christmas? Right, not a lot, but it. So yeah, it's really just the a top perspective of the thing, northern hemisphere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. So that's like twenty five percent. And some of those guys have Christmas. Yeah, eighth. We're getting off topic. Yeah, let's back to it. (laughs) But so, yeah, thanks for starting us off, Travis, with uh, We Let You Get Away with several songs there. I think most everybody else had one. Lucky we love you. We didn't let anyone else do that. (laughs) Yeah, I think Amanda does does have three songs that she talks about, but. Mom and Dad. Mom has like two or three, I think. As well. So, anyways, we'll follow you up with an interview with Evelyn, which was really fun, actually, to. It was just cool to get to talk to some of my nieces. 
and ask some of these questions. So we'll have an interview with Evelyn and Emily. All right, Evelyn. So you responded to one of the questions that I asked the family last week about Christmas songs. Could you tell me what your favorite Christmas song is and why you like it? Silent Night. Silent Night. Why do you like that one? Because it reminds me of Jesus. Because it's a Christmas song and it reminds me of Jesus. That makes it a pretty good Christmas song, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Did you, have you sang that song in church recently or at home? No. Because I forgot the rest of the words. Well, Evelyn, thank you for sharing that. I think the whole family is going to hear this, so and I think they will really enjoy hearing you say that. That's a beautiful song. All right, can we talk to Emily now? Yes. Awesome. All right, so you, you mentioned two, well, you mentioned a song and then a, an album, right? And so yes. could you tell us, could you tell us, Maybe name those again and then tell us why they're your favorites and maybe a little bit of, it sounded like the album had a little bit more to it um, about why that was one of your favorite things. Yeah, so the the song that I love is Mary, Did You Know? And I just love the perspective that comes with that and thinking about Mary's experience through the whole thing and just trying to wrap my head around knowing that you were giving birth to the Savior of the world and what that might feel like and the weight that that would come with. Um, and wondering how much she really understood, like, at the beginning is just really interesting to me to think about. And so I love that one. But then the album that really says Christmas to me is actually the Jewel Holiday album. Um, and my family, we just listen to it every year for, like, the whole Christmas season and me and my sisters would sing along to it, and this just brings the Christmas spirit really quickly for me, I guess. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So just for – I feel like I'm really uncultured even in our own culture, but I don't recognize the name of that album, the Jewel album. So could you <laughs> tell us – yeah, I know <laughs> that sounds silly probably, but could you maybe name a few of the songs that we would hear on that album? Yeah, so it's just, it's by the artist Jewel. Um, if you have ever heard anything from her, you might just not have realized. But it's got like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Silent Night. All of your like classic Christmas songs, Oh Holy Night. Um, okay. I can't think that they're off the top of my head. But just done in her style is what is like nostalgic for me, I guess. That's awesome. I'll have to, you're probably right. I've probably heard, right? <laughs> um, at least a few of her versions of those songs. So I'll have to make sure, though, that I uh, consciously listen and look up her versions this this year. So. Well, maybe awesome. I'll have well, to give the you. CD to Christmas. Yes, yes, bring it. We love Christmas music. <laughs> so. Well, thank you, Emily, for allowing me to take up some of your time and answering maybe some silly questions, but I, I really think in the future it'll be worth it just for posterity's sake. So, Awesome. No problem. Awesome. I, Man, like I love that Evelyn said Silent Night because that's like second pick for me, and I only just picked the, the one song, but like I don't know why, but that song always like just hits the spot, like sets the mood. 
and I don't I don't even know why. But I remember specifically at the Heaton Ranch Christmas, you know, with all the cousins sleeping in the attic, boiling hot. And I remember Aunt Susan singing that song on Christmas Eve, like to like help us all go to sleep. And I just remember like laying there, crammed between Bryant and Travis, like shoulders touching probably, like smelling like <laughs> eight-year-old boys yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, like you picture it i just remember like i was young like we're talking like young like last time we went to the ranch like was 20 years ago. christmas was a long time. yeah i'm like i was probably eight at the time maybe 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 like even younger but i remember I was, like i was barely old enough i i like barely remember it yeah the so experience. so you're probably like six or five so i'm yeah. i was probably like seven eight something like that and i remember laying you know in that old attic of the a-frame of the uh yeah, A-frame um, the A-frame cabin. cabin and like you know snuggled in there tight and like hearing that song and as a seven year old you're like oh yeah Christmas gifts like hopefully I get an Xbox but there was an Xbox back then anyway yeah. um, but I remember yeah. like giant scary monkey yeah <laughs> but uh, Is it like a sock monkey more on that later oh I know what you're talking about. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll have to say that during a different episode um, but anyway I remember like hearing Aunt Susan sing that song and I was like dang this is more about like this is this is about more than just presence, huh? You know, like I remember like thinking that as a very very young child, and that song like triggered it for me. Like, like this isn't just gifts; it's it's something more magical, you know. Yeah. And so I'm really glad that everyone picked that one. You know, I am too. I'm gonna jump in really quick. I thinking about it afterwards. I think while I was interviewing her, I was like. I asked the question and I almost tried to like fish for more, like for her to give me more. Cause I just, I just wanted her to talk a little bit more, but uh, she just like, it was like, what more do you want? Like it, it's my favorite because it talks about Jesus mm-hmm. is what she says. And uh, of course she's young, but it's still just really cool to like, it's like a refresher. It's about Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. like what, what other do you reason want? do you need for <laughs> it to be your favorite? Need, yeah. yeah. And actually so. it's weird, but um especially with like for my work, you know, I'm out all hours of the night. Like, so in Christmas in general, what do you do for a job? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of stuff <laughs> now. <laughs> anyway. So you're wait, he's a cop. Don't worry. Yeah. I work graveyards. Like I've been working graveyards for the last six years, but anyway, like there's something very surreal. I don't know if you guys have felt this probably more as adults than kids, but like as children, it was like, music going hustle and bustle of people walk like rummaging around and making yeah it's like it's a loud thing but like the lyrics to the song like silent night like as a parent and you just got to think about this is like heavenly father mary joseph like the birth of christ that night there's after the kids go to sleep there is like a pure silence before the magic I don't know, for me, being on the road and, like, 2 a.m. Christmas night, like, it's quiet out there. And even as, like, uh, anyway, Christmas Eve, it is so quiet. And I think there's, like, a holiness to it. And this song, like, I've never really, like, talked out loud about this before. I've thought about it before. Like, this song captures a lot of what, like, not only just, like, the spiritual side of Christmas, but the secular side and, like, the very physical side of a special part of Christmas that, like, that quiet holiness like before the morning of kind of a transcendent mo- transcendent moment where it's like crosses spiritual physical and yeah like the veil's thin almost like oh yeah yeah i i absolutely agree just funny story evelyn asked if she could sing 
to her preschool class last year. Hmm. So she stood up and they gave her a little microphone because they have a sound system in their huh. classroom. She That's sang crazy. Silent Night to like the whole preschool. Does she know all the words? Uh, for the first verse, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. She knows that. It was pretty awesome. And I also love uh, Emily's uh, Mary, Did You Know? That uh, And that's, that's going to be brought up a lot. Yeah, I think that's, at least three times, I think. It's a very poignant it's... song. And I think it goes hand in hand with Silent Night. Because just like you were saying, there's like this pure stillness. And just as uh, with like the spirit wasn't in the earthquake or in the fire or in the wind, mm-hmm. it was... In a still small voice, or in the whisper, kind of goes with the same, same thing. There's silent night, but in those silent moments, you have those times to reflect, and think. And if you're, you know, the mother of Christ, you've got a lot of introspection going on. So I, that's just, I think that's a great song. Emily brought it up. Just, I don't know, hits you right in the feels. It does. It really mm-hmm. does. And not, not to take away from, because I feel like we're having a moment here, but. She also mentioned the jewels. And mm-hmm. honestly, I had... It's Jewel. I, Jewel. Sorry, yeah, Jewel. Jewel. I didn't know that players. was a real artist either until I, I looked it up. What? But I honestly, I, I do not remember ever... I cannot recall hearing any music by her when we were growing up. I listened to it on the way here meeting it's you guys. at Nathan's Cowboy Christmas cookies. And that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, right? Because dad loved this country. Well, yeah, culture. Yeah, culture. So that was, that was just awesome to get like... Because that was that's special to Emily, because she grew up listening to it, right? And we've been talking about like the special spirit of that time of year, and that's just what she listened to. And so I'm glad she shared it. And uh, honestly, Jewel has her voice is really quite beautiful. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh, I remember the first time I went out to visit Emily when we were first dating, and I flew out to St. Louis to visit her. We were driving around in the family van, and like. Everyone want to listen to Jewel? And they all throw in the Jewel CD. Like and I'm a Christmas like, CD or just... Yeah, it's, oh, it's a... It's Travis Christmas is like, who is he? <laughs> no, that'd be Prince. <laughs> no, I... And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, did, I had no idea who Jewel was, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I recognize the song. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Like, I've heard him on the radio. They play her on a lot of the Christmas radios, like 100.3 Soft Sunday Sounds, like, during the Christmas season. The, they play her all the time on those, and she... I don't know, she sings a lot of other not Christmas songs, but you, she has like a very distinctive voice, like Brian yeah. said. <clears throat> yeah, it's like perfect for yeah, the season. I, yep, I love it too. So That's why I married her, because she likes yeah. Jewel. <laughs> good, good choice. Good Reason choice. numero uno. <laughs> <laughs> On the culture thing, real quick, like Mannaheim steamrollers. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they were a thing until I married Krista. What? I don't know. Play, I'm super trans, uncultured, I guess. There's the Trans Siberian. Oh, that's who it is. Yeah, tra- Trans Siberian. Play Winter Wizard. Yeah, so like Scott, my father in law, he play, He like, he's a fan of sound systems, loud music. He'll play that 6 30 a.m. Christmas morning every single Christmas. And I was like, what a weird thing. <laughs> but like, it's a different culture thing, you know, and like, it's still really cool to see different people's well, sides. Do you remember we had, we had like a, a mixed Christmas CD growing up, and there's a song, Pat a Pan? Yeah. That's that's the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But I just never, like, as a Christmas thing, you know, like, because we grew up with George Strait and R- Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer. You oh, know? yeah. You're uh, not Bing Crosby. Well, Bing Crosby, but also yeah. uh, that guy. He sings Silver Bells. Yeah, that guy. He voices a lot of the old classic animated oh. Christmas movies. I know you're talking about. I don't about. know his name, but yeah. He I'm did the good. Summer Magic, singing the Ugly Bug Ball. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But, yeah, like, we grew up with class, like, old classical country and like traditional 
Yeah. It's like neat to have. I say heavy traditional, yeah. Yeah. But like, it's really, I just think the culture in general is really fun. Like people marrying in and just new things. But anyway, that's, so my number one favorite Christmas song is Mary Did You Know? Um, especially by the Pentatonics, they just nail it right on the head. And I think Emily said everything she, but to be said about that. And we've already talked about it. And then Krista shared her favorite one. It is Let It Be Christmas by Alan Jackson. Um, she says, his voice is heavenly, and I love the nostalgia of the words. I can't listen to it without tearing up. And a really close friend of ours, like, showed it to her. And she's like, have you heard this song before? And like we said, our, like, Christmas uh, culture, as far as music goes, is country. And so, like, oh, yeah, of course I know this song. And so even it was flipped. Like, so for her, she's like, I've never heard this before. This is, like, this is like the essence of Christmas, you know? And so, I don't know, I thought it was pretty neat. And I love that song, too. It's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's good. It's it's cool because, like, this is the one time of year. I mean, like, every genre has, has a song, right, mm-hmm. for this time of year. And it's it's really cool because generally they they keep the message, right, of hope and, and peace and just, like, giving. Regardless. If you killers, you just get weird. <laughs> yeah, then it's weird. But, hey. but regardless, right, of the sound of the everybody. genre, yeah. it, they, Christmas just... Is like there for everybody. So, oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. Kind of like Nathan said, it's a, it's like not just Silent Night where the veil is thin. I think during the Christmas season, everyone is more focused on everyone else. I mean, yeah, sure, there's a commercialism, and we all get sucked into the me, me, me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But generally, and kind of across at least the nation, there is a goodwill towards men. And, and that's truly like the light of Christ. And so I think the music really just allows that. It, it, it fuels that feeling. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So uh, Amanda, we're going to share Amanda's interview here. And uh, I guess the two oldest siblings just get special privileges because she also had a really, really hard time narrowing it down. And we let her talk about uh, three of her favorite songs. So here's what Amanda had to say. Amanda. <laughs> Yeah. Are you ready? So ready. So, you said, so I know like the Christmas songs and movies question, like one favorite, that's a really hard one to to answer. And so you did your best and you narrowed it down to three songs. So, <laughs> yeah. if you want it, could you, yeah, could you tell us the the titles of the songs and why, why they're some of your favorites? Well, yeah, but I don't know if it will make sense for everyone else. So I think one of my favorite songs that I found there was Breath of Heaven. I first heard it when I was in college, and it was just a really unique perspective from Mary. And it could have been just the whole we did like a Relief Society dinner, and I played that song focusing on Mary and the mother of Jesus. And anyways, it's just always stayed with me and touched me that – I know that Christ is the reason and Christ is the center of of the holiday and all that, but I also just appreciate that I know that God's work will not be stopped like by any one person, but I'm grateful that Mary was willing at such a young age and she was virtuous enough and righteous enough to be Christ's mother here on earth. And I just, I don't know, I've just always liked that song, and, you know, the older I get and different things I go through in life, I think, you know, how crazy is it that she must have been so scared. She was 
I mean, that's not a typical thing that would happen to a young girl at that time. And she was just being yeah. led by the Spirit. So I just, anyways, I'm grateful for Mary because of her willingness to serve God. We are able to have, I mean, the greatest gift is to have Christ in our lives. So so that was that song. Let's see. Another song I said is That's Christmas to Me. The first time I ever heard it was a family in, so when I lived with Grandma and Grandpa, a family in their ward. The lady sings in the Tabernacle Choir and all of her kids sing beautifully. And they would come caroling to all of the senior couples in the ward. And I got to be blessed by that. Anyways, their family sang that song. It was the first time I'd heard it. And it was just so beautiful and just made me think of, um, you know, the Christmas setting, you want to be with your family. And living at Grandma's, I would, you know, remember kind of growing up, I would remember Christmas's past and different things that make Christmas to me. Like even if I'm not home, there's a smell or there's a something that just is Christmas to me. And I think that through every phase of life, there's going to be something that means Christmas to me, whether it's church-centered or a decoration that gets set out or just, like, hanging our socks. They're all made by Grandma. You know, that's Christmas. Or other people have different things at Christmas time. I just like how that song kind of individualizes what Christmas might mean to people. And then... The other song that I picked, and I know I love, like, all the Christmas songs. There's so many good ones. But the other song is from the Forgotten Carols. It's called I Cried the Day I Took the Tree Down. My first experience with that song, and it's probably linked more emotionally than anything, is on my mission. I, before I came home early, I was sent to Florida for a couple days to try and see if that would help. And the two sisters that I was paired with were participating in the ward that they were in. They were participating in their ward Christmas party by singing and the two sisters singing the song. So that's the first time that I'd ever heard it. And so that was kind of a special meaning. And... You know, there's definitely mission Christmases are, I'm sure, different than when you're home. There's going to be special moments from that. I never got to experience that, but that's a little different. And then just different Christmases with different people, I think. I think of, like, I I don't know if you've heard the song, but it talks about, you know, the memories that came with Christmas. And so now, you know, I cry when I take the tree down. There are so many good memories with you. And so I think of that as, like, in a family setting, now that I'm married, there might be Christmases when I don't get to go home. And while that's okay, there still will be memories that will stick out with the Christmas tree or with Christmas things. Or even thinking, heaven forbid, one day Jeremy and I get old. (laughs) (laughs) That'll never happen. I know. (laughs) If, you know, one of us happens to pass away first, or I think of, like, Grandma and Grandpa when when they are gone, which I don't mean that morbidly, but right. there's just so many memories that come with the holidays. 
And so, anyways, that song is just touching because of the memories that we have that they're attached to different holiday decor and holidayness that comes. So those are some of my favorite songs. Just they remind me a lot of family. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I, I mean, family is just one of the best parts, right, of the holidays. And so is, is being able to spend time with them and. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting. Melody and I are in the same similar situation to you and Jeremy, where it'll be interesting to see our own family grow and then see how that affects interactions, yeah. right? Like how interactions with with uh, extended family. So, anyway, thank you, Amanda, yeah. for yeah answering that for me. Um, and I, I I think everybody else is going to enjoy. It. I hope everybody else enjoys hearing what everybody has to say. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I love that she – I feel like every time Amanda has – we have an interview with her, it's it's all, like, focused on family mm-hmm. uh, for the most part and, like, her experiences there. And music is just really powerful. It's a really powerful, like, connector, right, between just, like, our brains and, like – experiences and emotions and i'm sure there's some scientific phrase that <laughs> probably that like paints that perfect picture but yeah I, we totally get i get what you're saying brendan sensory memories that's what it's called oh there you sure. go <laughs> leave it to the leave it to the special ed teacher <laughs> that's why we're here no, i totally i totally agree with everything you said brendan i i i tell this to emily all the time i think it kind of goes a lot I, like i'll go with that listening to music for a long time it doesn't have to be christmas music but then I'll come back and I'll listen to some music. And when I'm super stressed, I'm like, oh, music is therapy for me. Like, it's, it really is. And, like, Christmas music is for everybody. And it makes everyone feel good. And they all have a connection to it, mm-hmm. like you like you were just saying. And for Amanda, it's that that central theme of family. Right. So, yeah. And I think kind of... I think it kind of is for all of us. Anyways, so I'm going to go ahead and share. Also, I had a really hard time in narrowing it down to one, just like everybody else. But uh, the song I ended up going with was I Celebrate the Day by Reliant K. And I feel Amen. like, I don't know who discovered I don't know if I, if I, disco- I want to say I discovered this album. I assume that you discovered but, it. You yeah. shared it with me. You, you discovered, you discovered the me. album, but I discovered Reliant K. Yeah. 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 Right, I'm not yeah, saying I, I discovered, discovered Reliant K. What? <laughs> Well, I think, I think Nathan, yeah, like, no. dug it up. At, oh, you dug it up. I just had two songs that I really liked of theirs. And Nathan bought, like, four albums in high school. Yeah, you know, <laughs> oh, you know, that's, a summer, that's like the album of my summer of 2009. Yeah. <laughs> the albums. Albums, so. yeah, all four of them. <laughs> but this, so this is from their Christmas album, and it just, uh, actually, as we've been talking here. Don't, uh, don't mind us, we're in a pub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, it's just Uncle Carl by himself. <laughs> <laughs> But no but, joke, we are in we're at Grandma's house right now, and there's chatter in the background. But that's how which will be fun, is. and it's yeah. fun, and it's cool. Um, but just so you guys know that are listening, that's what's happening in the background. <laughs> but this, as we've been talking, especially about like Mary, did you know? I was thinking about the song, so I like it because it's from a different perspective, and they're singing about, you know, they're asking Christ, like, did you know that when you were born? They're asking Mary. No, no. In this song, they're asking. Sorry, in the song "I Celebrate the Day," mm. they're asking they're, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, they, when you op- the first time you opened your eyes, did you know that it would change, change the world forever? The first time you, the first breath that passed your lips, right? And then they say the line that really hits me is the, 
I celebrate the day that you were born to die so I could one day pray for you to save my life, right? And so it's, it's like really, I don't know if convoluted is the right word. It's like a really weird way to go about it, but it, but it's just really cool. Like that is what we're celebrating, the birth of Christ who is our Savior. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a very unique, the first time I heard it, it was just such a unique way to look yeah. at that. It, it's like right there with Mary, did you know, like they they bridge the gap between the birth of the Savior and like his atonement, his crucifixion and resurrection and atonement. Like, cause you know, we separate them on different days, Easter and Christmas, but like those two songs do a wonderful job of like saying, this is the end goal. And this is, this is the bridge that gaps these two moments in life. And so I, both of those songs, I really appreciate for that main reason. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't necessarily say that it's convoluted. I actually would say it's a nice nutshell of like, mm-hmm. Very succinct. That's why we celebrate Christmas. It's not the fact that you were born. I mean, babies are born every day. Special babies are born every day. Yeah. The next prophet, who knows, is born today. But it's like, but we're celebrating it because of what you're, what you did, right. later on in life. So I don't know. Just yeah, I just wanted to. Amen. That was my other song that Brendan. Yeah, we definitely a lot of a lot of similar songs going on through here. Speaking of, Melody uh, went with the Pentatonics version of Mary Did You Know as well. And she says, ever since Pentatonics first came out with her first Christmas album, I have loved this song. I've had the opportunity to sing it in small groups for Institute Choir before, and it always feels incredible to sing this song. I sing, I sing it in my car all of the time during Christmas, and I love the beatboxing with the acapella voices. I mean, it, it is a cool arrangement of the song. I mean, they're so talented and... It's it's cool to hear a, a song and sung by different people. I think like and then I've only heard it by like maybe two or three different people, but like Pentatonics, in my opinion, definitely does the best job of like just presenting it in a way that's like so appropriate. Yeah. And not only that, just going back to like the beatboxing part that Melody mentioned, I think that like when they're singing with the beatboxing going on, the beat matches with the message mm-hmm. and it drives home each phrase yeah right and so i don't know it's just super like appropriate which yeah. is who would have thought you know from beatboxing but like like couldn't get more appropriate than that yeah oh yeah and i just want to really quick before nathan before you continue on with this i just want to since that song's been brought up three times that's really like third or fourth third or fourth time and we we mentioned how like music and memory are connected i the first time i remember i recall hearing this song was at a Ward Christmas party, and Sister Palmer actually sang it. And that's the first time I remember hearing this song, and it was just like, it was so unique and so new to me. Was it with Brother Avery on their big karaoke machine? And they might have, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He as well. And it was, just, it was just really cool. It was a Christmas song I had never, hadn't heard. And as we've said already, I don't want beat to beat the horse any more than we already have, but it's a... Uh, it's just such a powerful song and a really cool message. So. It's this is one of those songs like I've heard it a few times, but I never knew the. You can guess like what the title is. Like Mary, did you know? Like it's that simple. But like I never knew like because it wasn't a common song. Like it was really rare before the Pentatonics picked it up. So I've heard it in the past, and I remember like every time I heard it, like hit me, and like but it never came to mind as like 
what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh yeah, there's this song called Mary Did You Know. Like I never, it was never presented to me in like a mainstream way, so I never stayed in my memory. But I remember Cammy showed me the Pentatonics music video on YouTube and it was like, I remember I cried like at home in East Carbon, like in front of the office, like in the office chair, like I cried, like listening to it for the first time. I was like, I've like heard this so many times, like, but I finally have a name to it. And like, I know the song. It wasn't like background music or like a random performance. It was like, this is the song. And it wasn't some vague thing you've heard before. Now you, yeah, like it was familiar, main, like center stage and like appreciate it in all its glory. It was actually a really powerful moment. Like yeah. when the first, like the first time I like heard it, you know, and I remember Cammy showed me that. That's awesome. I love those moments. I think definitely it was an inspired song. So, absolutely. Then next up is Justin and Caitlin. They must have the same brain or something because they both picked the same the same song, and um, and also the same movie, which we're going to talk about in another episode later. But they say that one of their favorite Christmas songs is "Christmas Cookies" by George Strait, the King. Um, <laughs> Justin likes it. He says because it's country. Like, literally, that's all he that's said. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. And Caitlin likes it because her dad would sing it while they baked cookies together. She also likes any Christmas hymn and loved to carol with her young men and women's groups growing up. That's a good song, too. Like, yes. And I think that one comes up, like, I think next to Mary Did You Know. It's like, probably like this is probably the one that comes up the second most. Well, it's <laughs> twice right there, Brad. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why I always thought, like... Like, now, as a married adult, I appreciate the little stanza. <laughs> or, like, the, the benefit of all of this you might have overlooked or missed is that every time she puts another batch in the oven, there's 15 minutes for some kissing. Yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, ew. so dumb. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so funny. I remember, <laughs> I I remember so hearing much. this song when it was new in the radio and Dad would be, like, singing along. And I just remember the part where it's like, like, you don't even have time to put the frosting on because I eat them so fast. I'd be like... Man, that dad's an idiot. Like, <laughs> who would eat it without frosting? <laughs> like, I just remember like thinking that in the suburban, like driving to Wellington, like hearing the song, be like, who would eat a fr- who would eat a Christmas cookie without frosting? Like, that guy's got issues. <laughs> did you did you add this one to the playlist? I didn't. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, okay. I must not have gotten all the way uh, to the playlist. But... I, th- I just want to mention one more. This is this is another one by George Strait. It goes to the other side of the Christmas side. It is there's a new kid in town. I love that song. Oh, all I need to add that one. So good. But just shout out to that. Don't need to talk about it. Go listen to it. It's great. Yeah. By the King. King George. King George. King George. <laughs> King sure loves his wife. Nice. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say, too, this song reminds me. I, if you talk to mom and dad, or for nieces and nephews that are listening, grandma and grandpa Hepworth, they, grandma Hepworth will swear, she swears up and down that grandpa Hepworth promised he would play the guitar and sing the song at a church I remember function. that and he just doesn't he just he plays he plays the fool and he doesn't remember making that promise <laughs> I swear I remember that too like he's like I think I might I remember him like sitting on the couch like I think I might sing that song like for a Christmas certain party something happened or I can't I remember him making that promise I don't know what like the can like the contingencies were or whatever but I do remember yeah it was said it's once. kind of fun. it's honestly kind of funny to mom I feel like did she bring up a lot? Not really, unless we bring it up kind of oh, first. The I don't song. remember this. Was this when I was on my mission? Maybe. A lot of stuff Perhaps. happened during your mission. <laughs> but it, it's, yeah. Grandma Hepworth mom doesn't really, she doesn't really get upset, but it, it's funny because they almost argue about it, and Dad's just like, no, I didn't. And she's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but it's, it's, a, it's just Jeez, a funny They felt like song. an old married couple. Yeah. yeah. 
They're not in their 60s, eh? <laughs> well, no, they're not. Just dead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's just a fun, wholesome song. Oh, We're, yeah. I love that one. It's so good. We'll go ahead and we'll go into our last two interviews of the episode with Christelle and Drew. And they, they talked about this same song for the most part, which is, it's a pretty cool, the song is cool because of their unique experience and circumstance with it. So you mentioned, I asked what your favorite Christmas song was, and you threw out two songs that are currently your favorite. So could you tell us a little bit about the first one you mentioned? You can give us the name of the song, the artist, and a little bit about why it's your favorite Christmas song. Okay, so the first one that I put down was called Do You Have Room? It's written by Shauna Edwards, but the version that I really like is by Eclipse 6. But I don't know, I just, to listen to it, it has a lot of questions in it. And it just really makes me reflect on where my life is and or like where the Savior is in my life. Okay. Just like, just because some of the questions are like, do you seek him anew? Would you have come that night? Will you seek the light? Just, it makes me ponder if I had been born then, would would I have chosen to follow him? And it really just brings the, the spirit of Christmas, the reason for Christmas, into focus for me. Awesome, for sure. It, it sounds like a very Christ-centered song, and then it also sounds like it's some introspective questions. That it asks the listeners. Yeah, you should totally look and, it up. Yeah, I will definitely this year, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second one was One Bright Star. I don't know who it is that wrote it. I don't remember. But it's one that, you know, we sing in choir for high school. What do you sing? And every year, the chance that we get to sing it, it just it brings back the memories of practicing it, the the harmonies, just the, just the, again, the feeling of, of Christ. Um, my favorite, it's just a memory with it is when we would go sing on Temple Square and we got to sing it around the, around oh, the top of the Joseph Memorial, Joseph Smith Memorial building and, and just the sound and the feelings it invokes. So. For sure. It's a beautiful song. I'm glad you got. I'm glad you and Drew chose that actually because I don't. I don't think about it very often because I don't get the opportunity to go. I don't get much of an opportunity to go back to uh, Carbon and participate in that uh, unique yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I appreciate you guys bringing it back into my mind. So, yeah, yeah. thank you for your answers, and uh, we'll 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 hear this on the podcast. So, okay. All right, Drew, so I know we just talked for a second. Uh, you and Christelle actually responded with the same song for what your favorite Christmas song is, and and you, you chose one that's got kind of a unique set of circumstances surrounding it that makes it special. So do you want to go ahead and tell us what the, the name of the song is and why why it's one of your favorites um, and maybe explain a little bit about those the circumstances surrounding it? Yeah, so the song that is one of my favorites for Christmas is called One Bright Star. And the first time I ever sang it was in choir in high school. 
actually as a it would have been as a junior and it was really cool to hear how previous choir teacher before the choir teacher I had had started this song and basically carried it over every single Christmas the choir sings it and they use it as a alumni song so everyone knows it so if you come to the Christmas concerts um, they have everyone bring a, a light of some kind like a tea tree light or even just a, a little flashlight on your phone um, everyone lines up around the, the auditorium perimeter and down the aisles and spreads ourselves out and then the room goes dark, and um, as we've seen, um, about one bright star shining at Christmas, the only light in the room is from little candles. Um, it's just such a powerful song about how the Savior is the light of the world, really, and how he brought light into the darkness of the world when he was born. And it's just so cool to be in that room when it happens. Because we're we're pretty much spanning, you know, years worth of generations of choir students singing this song and, and just kind of carrying on this perpetual message of Christ is the light in the darkness. Yeah, that. Thank you. I, that was very well put, and I think there's almost there's almost like a lot of unintentional symbolism in in the the tradition of that, right, and the song. Um, right, exactly. And I think one of the really cool things is, I guess I'm privy to like knowing the song and being one of the alumni, but I think it's really cool that you and Christelle are both alumni. So, you know, and how many, maybe a lot, but how many people could actually say, you know, like, hey, I sang this song with my wife when I was in high school choir, or we get to sing it every year, right? Right, exactly. So it's kind of a special Thing, but I, and I told Christelle this, but I'm glad you both, I'm actually really glad you both chose that song because I don't get the opportunity or haven't had the opportunity to go to Carbon High's Christmas concert for a few years. I haven't had the opportunity to participate in that, and that, that song kind of fell off my radar, so I really appreciate that you guys brought it back onto, brought it back into my mind because it's such a beautiful song. Yeah, it really is. Just the way that it sounds and the, the, more too, especially the memories that it brings back is really cool. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. So, well, Drew, thank you so much for being willing to yeah. let, me, let me call you and interview you. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Thanks. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your comment. Okay, and then for those of you, like, they both did a really good job of, like, saying what happened, like, how the song goes, you know, the lights and stuff. But, like, I've been in that auditorium probably five to six times during that concert uh, you've probably been there that many times too brendan well I, no, I haven't i haven't i think i said this in the interview i haven't had as much of a, as many opportunities to be back mm-hmm. for the alumni seeing that song but i have been there once or twice since since being in the choir myself for anyone in the future if you have the opportunity to go to like the carbon high uh, christmas qu- concert christmas concert choir, by the concert. choir choir mm-hmm. concert that's the word i'm looking for like it's a pretty neat experience like it's really cool to hear that song the lights i don't know i feel dumb actually because like i'm one of the only people sitting down in the (laughs) audience like because everyone else has been in choir or um you know is part of the alumni of the carbon high choir and i just sit down and enjoy the show but like 
halfway through the song, you're like, man, I think it's like just me sitting here. <laughs> like, <but laughs> That's funny though, because when I was interviewing, uh, especially when I was talking with Drew, I was just imagining, I was like, how cool would it be if you were there one, one year, if I was there 20 years down the road and every single person in the room like was standing up, like how cool would that be? Like, um, like who would be listening? Like, <laughs> yeah, all be large seen. majority of like the, the audience stands up and that's like part of the cool part of it. Like, right. Like obviously it's not every single person, but you almost feel out of the loop being a guy that's sitting down. Yeah. Like you, there's this awesome thing going on and you're watching it happen and you're like, man, I really wish I did choir, you know? Like I'm in the same boat you are, Nathan. But then again, I, no one started doing choir until I went on my mission. I moved out of the house. I was gone. Yeah. Like the family and, culture with that changed too. Extra, yeah. extracurriculars. Yeah. Thanks to from, Brandon and yeah, yeah, maybe welcome. you, huh? You and Christelle. Yeah, it went from a heavy sports Addition to like, oh, let's do choir and band. There's other things that happen things. inside the world. And so like, and by that time, I was off at college doing college stuff and mm-hmm. trying to get married. Yeah. And so I never, I got to go up to the so, solo ensemble. What is it? What did oh, it was no, the, the all, all state choir. You got to go to. Is that all state choir up, up at, at Temple the Square? Temple Square, the old tabernacle. To watch it or to? Yeah, he, him yeah. and Amanda oh. showed up when I was in it actually, and it was really. Yeah, I really and appreciated. And I have that. gone to listen to Christelle too. And, and that was, I guess Drew would have been there too. He would have been. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that is an awesome experience. We're getting outside of the realm of Christmas yeah, here. Man, sorry, guys. But that was, <laughs> music is just so cool. <laughs> it is. I'm going to share Cammie's. Uh, Cammie says that there are too many to choose from. Just choose but, six, like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like uh, a rule follower, she chose just one. And she said, but I'd say it must be Christmas by Chris Young. Because it's exactly what I imagine when I think about Christmas, and that's what I strive for every year. I don't know if I got to this song on the playlist coming up here tonight, but uh, so I'm not super familiar with with that song. But it's definitely another country country song too, right? That's just kind of what we grew up listening to, which we've talked oh, yeah. about. And then Spencer says that one of his favorites is "Christmas as a Child." by Eclipse 6, which is another a cappella group. He says, because it really takes me back to when I was even younger than I am now, and that's just how Christmas was. And that's such a, that song I'm familiar with, and that, it is such a cool song. Uh, just singing about the magic of the season when you're younger and how everything is just, there's a higher power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. when you're young, right? There's just oh, yeah. something else going on. And He's only 15, by the way. Right. Yeah. And like right. for that song to make an impact from him when when he was younger in quotations and he's only fifteen, like that's pretty neat. Like and it does the same thing for me too. Like I didn't realize it. Like I I hadn't heard that song before, but I, uh, preparing for the episode, I listened to that song and I was like, yeah, he's right. Like <laughs> that's that hits the spot. It, it really captures the magic. It does. It it's kind of like the Polar Express of songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of is. That's a good way to put it. So, anyways, we we think want to thank everybody that participated and allowed us allowed me to interview them. I really wish we had a super cool musical outro for our show, but we're still working on things like that. But before we end this episode, what have you bros got for recommendations this time around? All right. Once again, further down the road, for anyone who has not heard of it, you need to watch all eight seasons musical and now the three movies of psych fantastic comedy get through the first three episodes and you'll be fantastic the first three episodes are still good but it eh, gets better yeah it gets even better than those first three episodes 
It, and it's I second that. It's a great show. So I was gonna do preparing <laughs> for this episode. I made a Spotify Spotify playlist of all of the Christmas songs that I could find. Like a lot of the ones that Mom mentioned and the Jack Blacks, Steve. Jason Siegel? Yeah, Jason Siegel. Yeah, I always said like Seagal when I was reading it, so I'm glad you corrected me before I said something stupid. Anyway, Blackjack and Jason Siegel, I couldn't find his. On Jack Black, sp- by the way. Not Blackjack. Black Jack Black. Blackjack. Okay. I I couldn't, <laughs> okay. But I couldn't find the songs from the children's hymn book or children's songbook and then Jack Black and Jason Siegel's uh, Little Drummer Boy, so I put in the, a different one of that same, the same song. Um, but there's a playlist on Spotify, and that's my recommendation for the week. Please contact me, and I'll send it to you, and I'm going to put it out in the weekly emails coming up. So, If you do want to get the Jack Black song, you have to buy it for 99 cents from iTunes. Or look it up on YouTube. Or look yeah. it up on YouTube. It's a great little flash animation for it. It is. And then I'm sure the church has their, you know, all the, the children's songbook songs are great. You'll just have to find them oh, somewhere yeah. else Dad's other than Picture the, of Christmas. Oh, it's so yeah. good. I, so, I, I'm so sad I couldn't find that on Spotify to put on the list amidst yeah. all these other legends of songs. It's actually know? one of the easiest, easier primary children's songs to play on the guitar. I was like, okay, I'm going to play the guitar. I'm going to go, because they have the chords in the primary children's songbook. Right. And they're all in the key of B. So I play B7. I'm like, this is the worst chord ever. <laughs> Bar chords. Nice. And it's like C minor 4. I'm like, what? I don't think anyone listening to this is going to understand what you guys are saying right now. So uh, just know it's really hard. Okay. <laughs> um, so my recommendation, I just recently uh, discovered the Cookie Dough Twix. And I don't know if they're seasonal or how long they'll be around, but you should definitely try them out while they're here. Mm. The Oreo Twix is super good, too. Like, dare I say, as good as the original Twix. I'll have to try that one out too. It doesn't beat the key lime pie cake. Those were good, but gosh, dang, those were good. What about the ice cream Twix bar? Eh. Oh, those are pretty good. I'd rather take yeah, stickers yeah. though. Yeah. Right. Anyway, right. anyways. <laughs> so, once again, happy holidays, everyone. We're the Bros. Signing, Signing off. off. <laughs> All right, so I'm doing kind of a PS thing here on this episode. I completely spaced writing in mom and dad's interview during the recording of this episode, but I think I'm going to tack it on here at the end as a PS to the listeners. I think it's super important that we hear mom and dad slash grandma and grandpa Hepworth's response to this question, just because it's fun to hear their voices and the, to hear how they talk about some of their favorite songs and memories. So here is the interview from mom and dad slash grandma and grandpa Hepworth. Okay. So the second question that I asked you guys had to do with Christmas songs. And I know, I know it's a hard, I know it's hard to ask you for one favorite Christmas song, but this time maybe we'll start with you, dad. What, what was, what was one or two of your favorites that you responded with, favorite Christmas songs? Boy, I just said that I, I like them all. There's a couple that I don't really care for, but uh, <laughs> but that's not what you asked about. So I just put down Picture of Christmas because I had a special experience that I had with that, that song when I was bishop, listening to the primary sing that song. I walked up the stairs, and they didn't know I was there, and they were just 
hitting every note and making it sound good. <laughs> really brought a special spirit in there. I was probably in that choir if you were bishop, huh? <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably were. I, you know, I don't know. No, that's awesome. That is a great song. I think, Mom, I think that's one of the songs that you you said you enjoyed from the children's hymn book. But go ahead and tell us. I think you had three songs that you picked. Well, I did because I have the same as Dad. I'll tell you my other two favorites. Since I was just young, well, teenage young, I always liked the one that spelled Christmas. C is for the Christ Child. I always, I really loved that song because it just told the Christmas story. I just have loved that since I was young. And then the other one was the Nativity song from the Primary Songbook because it just tells the Nativity story. <laughs> They're both. I like the ones that talk of the Savior, I guess. I mean, I like all Christmas music, like God said, but I like the ones that talk of the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, they're pretty, they have a special spirit about them for sure. Yes, they do. I'm glad you explained when you had responded to my question on through text, I was like, Christmas? Like, I don't know if I know that song, but now that you explained it a little bit, I do recall that. Before the Christ child. Yep. I don't know who sings no. it even, but it's one of my favorites. Well, the Bar, Bar J. Wranglers, too. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's not who I heard. <laughs> you probably heard Jim Reeves. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Lots of, I'm sure lots of people are saying so. Mm-hmm. 